You need a hug. No, I do not. You do not do it, I man. I think you can benefit from it, Rob. No, man. No, bro. It's happening. I'm, I'm, no, it's, it's not happening. It's happening. It's not happening. It's happening. It's happening. Come on, man. Come on. I know. It's weird. It's weird. I need everybody to know. Everybody to know. There ain't nothing like the Katie Bow Show. A.K.A. Indescribable. Drop it low. Jesus. Yeah. It's Katie Book Show live from the Content Factory. Uh, man, episode, was episode six? Episode six, and we are in the building. Uh, weekends. I know you were at the, in Birmingham at yes. Stardome. Let's talk about it. Yeah, man. Stardome uh, Comedy Club in Birmingham, Alabama. I was out there with uh, Steve Brown, Raheem Holtz, and a young lady by the name of Camilla Davis. No. And, uh, Mostly, mostly sold out for the most of the weekend, man. It was pretty dope, man. Uh, worked out a lot of new material. Tiny uh, came down. I One of my friends told you drove down fun. with jazz. It was really dope. So I got to ask, because he's been super, super, super humble right now. Tell me, did he slay or did he slay? Now, you know, I'm not one to toot anyone's horn. <laughs> I'm not an ego stroker. <laughs> I'm not a horn tooter. But, you know, on a scale of one to ten, I can't give him a ten because nothing's perfect. Right, but I can, I can give him a solid 9.7. 9.7. No, wow. it was really good, though. It was fun. The timing was good. I think uh, the, I, I was telling the girls that I went with, I said, this is the first time I've ever been to a comedy show. And I think everybody was consistently good. Everybody really wasn't phenomenal, knocked it out the park, yeah. but everybody yeah. was consistently good. And it was a really good show. Um, the jokes were relative. They had crowd participation. Wow. So it was a really fun time. I'm really? glad I went. Yep. Hey, it was I worth the drive. I don't, I don't know if I ever asked you why comedy was the best option for you. Uh, you know, it's, it's a weird question. I get asked all the time because uh, I didn't choose. Well, then don't answer it then. If, if it's weird, Rod. Wow. This is a weird question because wow. it, it wasn't like I felt like that was the answer. I think I, comedy chose you. No, nah, I wasn't like that either. That's, that's, that's like that fake answer people Super give. Super arrogant. <laughs> I was about to say. I was nah. hoping you would. You know what? That. But you know, people say that when they go to uh, Greek interest meetings. This fraternity is choosing me. No, it didn't. You you picked the one that you wanted to do. <laughs> Your dad said if you do anything else, you're not paying for it. So. Uh, but nah, I uh, I didn't grow up wanting to do comedy. Uh, I yeah. just wanted to do theater. But oh. then, but I was funny to like my friends. You know what I mean? So I would, I just thought that's where it stopped because my family's funny. Like my grandmother's funny. My grandfather was funny. And then uh, I did this play where I played a comedic character, and uh, I was getting a standing ovation every night. Really? And, yeah. What play was it? There was a play called Torn. It was starring uh, Dorsey Levins, Rashawn Ali. Lisa Wu. 
I did the uh, the the commercial. The, yes, for you that. did. Yes, you did. That was the first time I heard your voice. Wow. Yeah. See. Full circle moments here Full at the Katie Bush Crazy, show. right? So wow. yeah. So and so I put you on. Oh, nah, you didn't put here me we on. go. You did the voiceover for the commercial. I made you. You made the commercial that was in wow. the play that I did. That was funny. You would be nothing without me. Well, I mean, wow. the, the might have not had a commercial on that particular station, but we'd have had one on another one. Mm. <laughs> but I was on all of the stations. Uh, but that commercial came on different stations. It wasn't always you. That was a woman as well. Mm. You want to give her her credit? You want to give her her flowers as well? Actually, it was me that produced her voice. Oh, okay. then there's wow. that. And then okay. there's that. That's okay. Yeah, and then there's that. Some points or something should be coming. Uh, so, man, so I, I'm really, I'm really proud of man because I saw some of the uh, the stuff, some of the uh, videos. Uh, what was this about? Why we, why we, uh, why, why we, why we doing that? Oh yeah, so that's a joke I got about uh, <clears throat> old school versus the new school. You know, the new school kids they don't really have to. Yeah, I, I, I got you. I, I want to know why you're doing that. It's part though. of the joke. It was, it was a good joke. I'm an old yeah. drum major, man, so I can dance. I'm, I'm a beast. <laughs> yeah, I say it humbly, as humbly as I know how to right I'm a beast, okay. man. I'm a beast. <laughs> I, I can do these things. Some secret talents. All right. I'm paying for it now. My knees hurt right now. But, oh, you know, oh, okay. I, mean, I say as soon as he hit them, I say, oh, he's going to be hurting in the morning. Uh, yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't the best morning. I woke up in sections. Ah, ah. You know, you make that noise right there. Every yeah. Day. Ah. Yeah, that was me getting I be embarrassed morning. sometimes, man, when I'm sitting down and I make that noise. I'm like, God, I'm old now. Man. Ah, oh, I think I'm old. Like, we do that. That no, one right there. no, it's when you that's, get a, that's a relief. That's what that is. I, I'm, tired, yeah. I'm tired of standing up. Hey. My old ass is ready to sit down. I do it all the time. Uh, <laughs> okay. oh, have you seen that progressive commercial where the guy tells the he tells the forty year old dude to sit down, and the dude sit down and goes, "Hmm, did you feel that?" Did you like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, no. you're, you're, you're your parents or something like that, right? Oh, I have to that commercial. To he parents. said, I'm trying to you keep you that? from being parents. See that? Just sit down. Man, that dude is hilarious to me. Chihuahua, chihuahua, quinoa is the word, is quinoa. No. He's like, no. No fussing, no cussing. Those Let me tell you why that blesses me every time. <laughs> when he throws that in the can, the sound of the trash can, click out, pop out. Like, shut up. I'm sick of it. I need to relook at this. Oh, I'm going to find it for you. I feel like I've seen it. Yeah, the sound effects are incredible. Weekend, how was it? Well, I went to a comedy show, uh, um, and it was great. Who was performing? Well, I, you know, I don't know if you know this guy, uh, Rod Minger. Never heard of him. Okay, well, wow. he was actually pretty good. Wow, he's pretty good. It's the disrespect for me. Uh, no, it was. It really was a fun time. We, you know, we road trip, did a little girl trip thing. Um, so oh, that wow. was fun. I also went uh, Saturday. I had a doggy play date uh, with my puppy, and so that was pretty fun. I went to um, there's a bar called Atlantis. Uh, I don't know if you guys, or a lounge or whatever. There's a, a lounge called Atlantis in Buckhead. And I went there, which was interesting to, to witness. So as soon as we went in there, um, the music was already too loud. And I, I instantly felt old because the, the lady, she was like, how many? And I was like, what she say? And she was like, how many of y'all going to You know, she, like she knew what she was saying. I was like, I don't read lips, ma'am. And so I... That's when I knew that I, I really don't like being out because I don't like the loud music. I don't like, there was like this section, some chick was getting married. They were lit. Um, oh, but, that, that's but the fun. The odd thing was there, I, I wasn't sure of the age group of the women because some of them looked like they might've been my age or younger. And then some of them were like well into their fifties and they were all twerking lit. Like this two chicks got up on like the table and started twerking and I'm yes, just sir. sitting there. I'm like, please don't put no chips in my steak because I didn't sign up for none of that. Just 
shake it over there. Because, you know, it's already not a whole lot of space. But, um, yeah, that's how I really solidified me being old. I, I was so annoyed. Um, shout out to them for having a wonderful time. They they was turned, and I appreciate the the lituation, mm-hmm. but I, I still was like, uh-uh, I'm ready to go. Did they recognize you and say, hey, hey, that's, that's no. indescribable. Come on over I here. I try my best to be unrecognizable in any way. I try to be just plain as I can be. Yeah? Mm. As as much as possible. Because it's not that I don't like it. Um, It's, it's just be, it's always weird. Because it's not, it's never enough people that recognize me at the same time. Mm. It's always one person like, oh my God, you're that girl from in- Instagram. And then the other 80,000 people are like, who? <laughs> so it's just unnecessarily awkward. Where's the most, uh, where's the weirdest place either one of you have been recognized? Oh my gosh. The doctor's office, man. Oh, it's man. terrible. Oh no. It's the worst. Cause so, so, you know, my name is Kenneth. Well, okay, good. Just Kenneth. Got you. But I go by KD Bow on the radio. So when people see the bow, they're like, oh, yeah, it's like, like the guy on the radio. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I hear that all the time. You know, try to, right. try, try to change the voice. And then they find out that it's you. And you realize, wow, yep, you're going to be looking at all my charts and you're going to yep. see all of the times in my life in which I've made some awful decisions and they had to be rectified. It's terrible. The doctor's mm. office and the bank, terrible. Especially when I was going through my drought yeah. drought season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my God, it's terrible. Terrible. What about you, Tan? I, I would say the weirdest place was uh, I was actually in a parking lot uh, which, for future reference, don't do that. Don't sneak up on people and say, oh, I know you. Mm. Like, especially at nighttime. Facts. That's not okay. Um, but, yeah, she was like, I, I saw your your car, and I wanted to say something. I'm like, it's getting worse. Goodbye, ma'am. Mm. You know, so I thought that was weird. But other than that, I actually got recognized one time while I was waiting tables a few years ago. Oh, terrible experience. Really? Yeah. It was just weird. Because I was waiting tables and they were like, oh, my God, you're the funny girl from Instagram. No, ma'am, I'm a server at Papado. <laughs> I'm, I'm a server at Papado. Again, a bunch of people who have no clue, just one person super excited. And I'm just like, thanks. Yeah, I've, I've had two. I've had two. One was similar to yours. It was uh, I had a new doctor who wanted to get a physical exam and I had my mask on and my hood on. Oh, this is recent. This was recent. And I'm um, filling out paperwork. And this lady walks by twice. Then she stops. She says. Are you that dude that be doing that thing with the hat? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yes, as I pull my mask down. She's like, oh, that's so funny. Me and my girls be sharing those. What you doing here? Oh. <laughs> I'm here to get my whistle looked at. You're like, ma'am, that's not. <laughs> you can't ask nobody that. I'm here to get my whistle looked at, ma'am. I appreciate you. Okay. You. It's, that bar- it's that barber sauce. Appreciate it's, you for, uh, it's up that barber sauce. It's that barber sauce. I appreciate you for uh, noticing. But, uh, yeah, about to get my whistle checked. Yeah, yeah. oh, my gosh. It's awful. And then in the second place, I was. Uh, I was taking. Uh, I was using the bathroom at a Braves game. No, oh, sir. Yes. Okay. So the urinal or the, the stall? The the the, the stand up joint. The urinal. So yeah, it's so a dude like one over. And he just you know doing. So he, 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 he was following cold to be looking this way. Gotcha. And then he just came. You know, I guess in his peripheral, he's like, "Yo, the dude, you be doing the videos? YouTube? Not with his thing in his hand. It's in his hand. And so you know, he had pointed at me with the right hand. <laughs> Yo, Joe, funny man, you funny. Mm. He, he, oh, him he. he he no, sir. What'd you say? He went What'd for the you say? Mm-hmm. I stopped. I, I, I sucked whatever pee I had left back in. <laughs> okay, first of all, and then we're I had to go to another place. Okay? Yeah, we're not going to say that again. I had to, I had to pull it back mm-hmm. in. I just stopped right there. Like, I'm, out, I'm, I'm out of here. This is out of control. <laughs> sir, you're not making an introduction. You could have waited until I got through peeing. Yeah. Right. You, like, you couldn't wait a couple more seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he really had it out there. Like, like you yeah. know, it was one of like, trying to make me feel good. Like, really? I want to look at him. I'm like, bro. 
But you got your whole joint. You got your member out. Yeah, your wow. member out, sir. Wow, it's terrible. So now I just realized I got recognized both times. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did it, did it have the, the, the no, had walls? The yeah, the things. Don't you hate it, man? It's like. When it, they don't have the walls there? They are like that uh, at uh, the Hawk Stadium. Oh, I can't stand. And the, and the Falcons, yeah, too. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, yo, this is not elementary school. Yo, they got a whole, like a whole bathtub like a little trough. Tub. It's a tub. Oh, it's the worst thing in the it's world. It's a long bathtub. For y'all to just pee into? Yeah, just walk up. Yes. And, yep. just, and act like you don't see anybody else there. Yep. Like like a little. Keep yeah. your eyes straight ahead. But this is Atlanta. Yeah. You know about, you know somebody going to peep. And I'd be like, oh, God. Because you, you, you can't watch them peeping you. Because now, now you got to handle it. You got to deal with it. Hey, <laughs> what you looking at? You know, you want to say that, but you can't say that. Because if I'm looking at you, then I know you're looking at me. Correct. And this is just crazy. This whole situation. So I just stand there. I just wait to go in the stall, man. I just can't. It's it's too much pressure. Yeah, it's too much pressure for me. Those, but, are my, those are my moments. Yeah. Um, my weekend was pretty good, man. I, I um, kind of low-key, doing a lot of a lot of paperwork, a lot of taxes and stuff like that, repositioning ourselves for uh, this next phase. But what was interesting is uh, we had a couple to come over to the tent. And it was cool, man. And, and it turned into sort of like a counseling session. And it was a really great, um, it was a really great conversation. But what I realized is this, that a lot of times, man, most of the beef that we have with each other, it really, especially when you've been together for a while, a lot of times it has to do with that thing that you did back then that hurt them. And so as you move forward, now they're like, I remember that. And so if I relax and just live in the moment, then I could possibly be hurt again. So I got to keep reminding myself of what you did, because what you did is who you are. All of this other stuff is cute and everything, but what you did is who you are. And I'm not going to get hurt like that again. And when you live in a light, when you live in that kind of pattern, it's the crazy pattern because now when she's doing all of the stuff that comes towards you and you like it, but you want to rem- remind yourself of who she was that hurt you, now you stuck. And so then you got to retreat. And then when you start retreating, she feels abandoned. It's just a crazy cycle. I'm telling you that one of the things, if we don't as a black people have counselors, bruh, we, we are doing ourselves a horrible disservice yes you gotta have a counselor mm-hmm. you gotta have a counselor if you don't have a counselor chances are you got a lot of stuff in your blind spots that you don't even know you know so uh one of the things i want to talk about today was based off kind of like that conversation that we had uh, in the tent it's this a lot of times we we have conversations with each other and there are things that we want and need and desire from the opposite sex whether that's your spouse whether it's your boo, your bae, uh, or whether that is just the opposite sex in general. Mm-hmm. So the topic today is my part of it. Two parts. What do you wish the opposite sex would say to you? And also, what do you wish, without judgment, that you could say to the opposite sex? Free and clear. Let me give you mine. So I would so I think especially men in particular, we really wish the opposite sex would tell us how proud of the us they are, how much they respect us, and the other thing is for them to say I trust you. So, you know I'm really proud of you or you know I respect you or you know what? I really trust you. Mm. Those are things that do something to us when we hear it. 
All right, so here's the things we wish we could say. For me, uh, just because we want to spend time by ourselves don't mean that we're trying to reject you or trying to abandon you. It's just that, guys, we need time by ourselves, period. And that's how we unwind. We need rest. And even when we come home, we, we look like we're not doing anything. Oh, baby, we are doing something. We are recharging. We need that. And the other thing is this, that I wish we could tell women that, yo, you really do need to, like, have friends. You, you got to have friends because I can't be like you're everything. I can't because it's too much pressure. If I'm your everything, if I mess up a little bit, you immediately notice it. Why? Because you don't have like friends outside of me. You don't have activities outside of me. So we can say that without judgment. Oh, what you trying to say? We can say that without judgment. We'll be winning. Hmm. Make sense? I like that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I don't have, uh, it's not nothing I'm looking for the opposite sex to say to me. I mean, I don't know. I, I talk pretty transparently. So most of the things that I guess, I guess what guys are saying that I don't have that issue because I talk pretty open. So the people that are around me in my circle, uh, not just my fiance, but like the female friends that I have, we talk transparent and open. So I'm not really expecting anything of that nature. But what do you like though? What do I like? Yes. As far as what they say? Yeah. No, I just like, we're open. We, we, we push each other. We can hold each other accountable. You know what I'm saying? We come to each other for advice. You know what I mean? So I keep that on the table. Right. But there are two statements I would like to say that, you know, I say to some people and then it gets offensive. So the first one I wrote down is don't block your future holding on to your past. Mm. So something that a lot of men see where in the dating world, uh, they be dating certain women and they still kind of be having some holdings onto the ex. Mm. And they can't fully move forward because they still have a hand on the ex the whole time. But yeah. they want the person they're dating to be free and clear, whatever they got going on, while they still have a backup plan. And I tell women a lot of times, like, leave yourself open to the possibility of the person you're supposed to be with could be a complete stranger. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But if you're always wondering, like, maybe somebody from the past or some, maybe somebody I've seen before or maybe somebody I dated before, we can rekindle. As long as you're holding on to that, you are going to think everybody's trash because you're going to kind of, and by default, kind of be comparing. Mm. Oh, well, Steve was like this. Well, Mike was like this. And this, that, and the third. Instead, just let whoever that is go, no matter what the outcome is, and move on to the next person. But you know how difficult that is, though? It is difficult. But I say that's why I want to normalize saying it. You can't, you can't really fully, uh, full-heartedly wonder like what's next. Why are you still holding on what was? See what I'm saying? But even if you're not holding on to it, though, sometimes it's like, okay, let's say for if for instance it was a, a traumatic experience or it was something that that, that you got hurt. Like I still remember uh, Willette Bailey. She hit me up on Instagram. She's like, why are you telling people that? Because her whole name. Willette right. Bailey. Can we bleep that? Willette. No, we're not. No, don't bleep it. Willette. Her daddy named Willie. Yeah, I think so. Willette. Please, because I don't want to be a part of it. Willette Bailey. So anyway. Yeah, just going to keep saying it? Willette. So, so, uh, so um, no, it was, it was cute. See, I like the name. I was dancing. I know she at least 72. I, no, stop it. Okay, she, we say me. Willette. So we were on the dance floor, <laughs> and I wasn't really a dancer like that. And, you know, I was Church of God and Christ kids saved, sanctified, you know. She, was, she pulled me on the dance floor. Come on, let's dance. Man, she was dancing with me. She put all that body on me. I had never experienced that before in my little young life. Apparently just experienced it again. And listen, hey. So I'm standing there like I'm I'm kind of stuck. You know, like right. she's like, hey, dance. I said, uh, and she's like, oh. And she walked off and left me on the floor standing there. And I'm like, I'm a dance. <laughs> I'm a dance. Come back. I'm a dance. Oh my God, it's still embarrassing to this day. But can you dance? I can dance now. 
I learned. You, you know learned, why? You learned because of Willette. Because of Willette Bailey. I'm so sorry, okay. Miss Bailey. I'm just, I'm just go back to my point. I don't want to keep pushing. It wasn't bad. I'm saying that there are things that can happen in the past that can make you say, "Oh, I don't want to do this because of what happened." Yeah, but I'm saying no. That I think he's talking the, about that, hanging on to actual relationships. I'm, I'm talking about not actual trauma. I think you took me left. That was a relationship with Willette. I'm gonna ask her. I don't think she. Can you, can you follow Facebook? Because she you got five on Facebook? Um, Oh, you're not going to besmirch <laughs> Willette. <laughs> you besmirched her? I didn't besmirch. Because I'm sure everybody calls her Willie. No, they don't. <laughs> That's a, enough. A, a, a Letty. That's enough, guys. It's Letty. Oh, yeah. But nah, Tiny understood what I was saying. Yeah. Don't hold on to your level. You can't, you you can't, can't be, be here, dipping in You can't be out here trying to pots. see what, what William's talking about, but you still texting David every day like, hey, David, what's up? What you going to do? We going to make a move? Right. All right. So then that leads to the second statement I would like to say. Don't be scared to put you first mm. as a woman. I think men got to start normalizing saying that, too, mm. because women are walking around like, not scared. I don't want to say scared. That's too big of a word. But like, I want to say this to him, but I think he might think this. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of want to say this about us dating, you know, kind of, you know, are we official? Are we this? Or are we moving like this? Or what do you, what are your intentions with me? Like, a lot of women want to say that, but they be like, well, maybe it's too early. I don't want to run them off. Listen, put you first. Because sometimes you got to have those intentional conversations because sometimes you need to see how he responds. Mm -hmm. And then if he responds the opposite of what you want, you just saved yourself some time. Right. But if you stick around and be like, oh, what's the right time? Maybe I wait 60 days, 90 days, 120 days. You might get to the 119th day and then finally say that stuff. And he had the same response he would have had if you just said it within two weeks. Mm. So put you first. It might cause some no's, might cause some walkaways. But as long as you first, you take care of you and you waste less time. So that's what I would say to the community of women. When you stop putting yourself first, though, well, when, I'm talking when, me when, when do you stop in, in a relationship? I think I can answer this question yeah. uh, because women are under pressure all the time. There's, you know, there's, oh, you're going to die alone. You're going to be the cat lady. Yep. You're not going to have any kids. And so we're constantly afraid of being by ourselves. And so when that happens, you know, it's like we're willing to do almost anything to keep this person in our lives. And it, it don't always be a dude sometimes. It could be friends. Yes. We tolerate their crap. We let them say and do anything. Jobs that you stick around too long. Any and everything. So we just, anything is better than nothing. Men do that with jobs too. But not with relationships. But I get what you're saying. Though, yeah. But any, anything is better than nothing. And so we we start making um, concessions, you know, for, you know, I, I, I'm a romantic person. I want flowers. I want you to you know, tell me you think I'm pretty, that you love me and all this stuff. Like, I need all of the Twilight series, roses and, you know, all of that. I need all of that. And that's, and that's okay. But you, but you sitting up with a dude who don't do none of it, and because you don't want to lose him, Boom. you just be like, oh, well, it ain't really that big of a deal. Yes, it is. Yeah. If that's what you want, that's say what you deal. want. If he's not willing to do that, then he's obviously not the guy for you. Thank you. So it's it's yeah. it's not a problem to say, I don't want this. Because, I mean, like, and my thing at the end of the day, what do you be holding on to? Sometimes we be holding on to people that really don't. Baby, if you let them go, you might be doing better. Dang, that's... Sometimes. Now you don't, see what I'm saying? The nigga might be... I mean, now your me. stuff coming out. The see man might now, be it's, it's holding you back. That's all I'm saying. Get him right. This, you know what I'm saying? Get that's all right. I'm saying. Get you... You want to hear what I'm saying? She felt what I was saying. I heard what you were saying. No, you didn't feel it, though. And then, you know, too, sometimes... Uh -oh. KD, to your point, to your point... um, when you say sometimes people don't have enough friends and things like that, I, I experienced that with someone and it it is, oh my gosh, it's so damaging because you're sitting up all day long waiting on me to text, waiting on me to come and, and play with you and be your friend and that talk part. about my day. And and I'm like, I, I had a guy literally one time, he I was out with a friend and he was like, hey, what you doing? I'm out with so-and-so. I know you're out with so-and-so, silly. Oh. What are you doing? Oh, oh. I said, 
I said, okay. So That's... let me just, I said, okay, this is what I'm doing. Oh, really? I was just there and I didn't see you. Oh, no. No, you didn't. No, he didn't. Why did he know where you were? I said, yeah, this will be my last time talking to you. <laughs> Why did he know where you was? Because, because he might be a psycho. Um, yeah, the thing, the thing was, the thing was, he had nothing else going on, that and I, part, and I had to, I part. had to, I had to break it with him. I had to break it off with him because I said, listen, I'm way too busy for you to be this hurt every time I don't text right back or respond to that. you on social media. I, I don't, that. I don't, baby, my, my daddy told me a long time ago, you don't want no man that ain't got no business. Because if you can sit around on, on the phone all day and what you doing, where you at? Baby, you, you can't you be making no money. Where you at? You, but, <laughs> but honestly, it's the, same, it's the same thing with, you know, men and women. It's relationships in general. Yes. We want to know, you You got to have something else going on. Because if you got, listen, if you got, if you don't have something going on, especially with a busy person, you're going to be disappointed a whole mm -hmm. Man. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that you said that because I, I told my that, that became one of my things on my list. Mm. You can't date people that don't have friends because they need too much of your attention, too much mm. of yeah. your time. Like I love, I love to hear jazz. Like, hey, man, the girls are going boom, peace. Mm -hmm. That helps y'all. Like, y'all need some money. Boom, boom. Honestly, man, I'm not gonna lie. So when uh, when when Ivy's friends come over, I'm like, man, I'm I'm super happy because one thing about it is, like, they're gonna they're gonna tell her. They're gonna feed her in a way that when she shows up for me, it's different. Like you, like I don't have to be the one to continually fill you. But also this, like when she is l going left, oh yeah, they gonna check her. Mm. They gonna without question. I'd be like, oh, thank you, thank you so much, because I can't say it. You know why? Because I, she has not authorized me to be her life coach, so I can't tell her the tough stuff. Mm -mm. Wait, I mean, I'm are sorry. you licensed can, as a? Can you, can you rewind this, that? This please? is pretty good. Now this is this is the moment. So. Sometimes we get, I personally get excited about something and then I want to show her like, yo, I learned this and I see that you deal with this too. I want to show you this. But if it's the tough stuff, if she has not authorized me to speak to that specific place in her life, then yeah, I can say it and I can be right, but I will lose something because she never invited me into that space to speak to that space. And that's okay too. There are a lot of other spaces that I can uh, speak yeah. to, but there, but there are certain spaces. Guess what? She can't hear that stuff from me. Oh, she so got to hear it from her friends. I didn't realize you were gonna break it down like that. Yeah. I, thought, I thought you meant overall. I'm like nobody, no, can, nobody not, can be a spouse's life coach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Overall, I, I say life coach, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, some like, of the tough stuff that you got to hear, you got to hear from somebody that you feel sees you and understands you, and they can speak to that specific place in your life. Like, yeah. hey, you getting out of bed and you're not doing your hair every day? Pumpkin. This ain't my wife. I'm saying. Pumpkin. Right. No, no, no ma'am. You're not going to do that. You're not going to. Yeah, you got a whole husband. You're not doing that. No, that's not your, that's not your friend. That's your husband. You're going to you're gonna fix that. Does he complain about it? Yeah, but he be tripping. That's the thing. You need to get that. And we all have to have people in our lives that can check us when we get out of pocket. Because we all get out of pocket. But that just doesn't mean that the person... Oh my goodness, this is this is a great conversation. Because I think a lot of times you got those relationship coaches yes. and those relationship people on online and yep. they say stuff and we get triggered so bad. You know why? Because I didn't give you the authority to speak to that place in my life. So what you do is you get triggered or you talk about it or you block them or you move past it. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, if we would just look at it from a different perspective and say, mm, okay, got you. That part right there Makes sense. This part right here don't make sense.
But I'm saying that we have to authorize pers- the person <laughs> to speak to that place in our lives. You feel what I'm saying? No, I'm with you. No, real talk. You got to be able to have a person, whether it's a therapist, like for me, Mike Gamble, Derwin Davis, different people that can speak to me and say, yo, bro, you would out Derwin, of pocket. That's from the, from game. the game? No, not that one. We go through that every time when I say his name. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I like, why are you calling Darren Davis? Yeah, and yeah. Like, call him his real name. But <laughs> real, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real talk, you, you got to have somebody that can speak to that person. You know what, when, break, when you break it down simple like that, I can see that with people. But, yeah, you can't just be like the person, like, I know everything more than you. Like, that's how it's going to look. But some people aren't ready to receive certain information from you. But you as a person, you have to limit yourself to what you're trying to talk to everybody about as well. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody comes to me and asks me, like, a lot of questions, I mean, I'm I'm no coach or no nothing like that. But if they ask me something, if they receive it and then they come back and ask something else, I'll do it again. Mm-hmm. But if I tell them something and then they don't even move on it, then they ask me something similar, I'm like, well, I'm not in a place where I can tell you these kind of things. You might need to talk to somebody that's more professional than I am. And yep. that's me protecting my own energy. I don't want to waste my energy talking to you about something that, you know, I feel like I can tell you or help you with, and then you don't follow none of that, those steps. We're just going to be circling the same conversation over and over and over and over and over. Man, so, you know how many wives hit me up uh, on Instagram or hit me up on uh, my email or whatever website, and they'll say, yo, can you talk to my husband? No. I, I, I ask the first question. I say, does he know who I am? If she says no, no, nah, I can't talk to him. All right, send, send him some videos. If he like that, he can reach out. Or if I say, does he know who I am? Yes. Does he like me? That's if he does, you give him my number. If he reaches out, then I'll talk to him. That means if he reaches out to me, then he gave me the authority to speak to him in that capacity. Because you know, you already know what it is. Hmm. So I think that sometimes we just because we know the truth, we start saying stuff, but everybody ain't going to hear from you. Even if it's the truth, anybody going to hear from you. That's what that is. So what are your two? I think that I would like, this has always been my experience in relationships. I feel like men don't always um, say when they have certain issues with things because they don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to argue or they don't want it to be a long, drawn-out conversation. And my thing is, if if it's a, if it's a long, drawn-out conversation or an argument, then that might be a problem. But it also could be, okay, we don't have to talk about this anymore. Like you brought it to my attention. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to, I'm going to actively be consciously working toward improving this area that you saw a problem in. And now we can move forward in a healthier space. But a lot of times dudes just like, well, I just didn't want to, you know, I didn't feel like arguing. Okay. Well now we're arguing. Mm. So did that, did that work? You Mm. said something right there. Cause now, cause now I'm upset because when I bring up something that you did, now you tell me about something that happened six months ago. Oh yeah, now it sounds tip for tip. And I, you know, and I'm like, bro, why you didn't say it when? Just tell me, okay. And I think that's fair. Um, but I, I just, I want, like, the conversation we had last week. I think that in general, people need to be more open in their relationships. You just need to be more honest and talk mm-hmm. about what it is that you're feeling, what you're experiencing, what you need, what you don't like, what you need more of, mm-hmm. what you would like less. Like, I don't care what it is. Just tell me what it is. Let me make my own decision about how I'm going to respond to what you've asked me for. Mm-hmm. Either way, either you save some time. That part. And get, get the hell out of Dodge. Or you can consciously work toward making the situation healthier. We have to normalize being transparent. Don't you think, though, how matters? Absolutely. Yeah. The delivery how, is everything. Yeah. How matters. And I think that sometimes we can say things in a way that can throw people off. Like, if you just said it differently, if you just said it differently, I would have heard it differently. But you ain't say it differently. You said it like that. And even, to, even with that, I think if we would just learn how to just understand when a person says, no, 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 I didn't mean it like that. I said it wrong. Okay. All right. Well, then tell me what you meant. 
I meant this. Okay, yeah, well, you said it like that. You probably didn't say it like that again because it, it, it doesn't land well with me. But I think what we end up doing is we, we hold a person at what they said and not what they meant. You know, we do that. Mm-hmm. And if we, if, we, if we honestly want to have transparency, especially with this men-women conversation that's, that's floating around, mm-hmm. the manosphere is, hey, man, I respect them, but sometimes they bugging. Yo, I'm never going to be that guy that's like, I don't, I'm, I'm anti-marriage. Yo, you right. miss me with that. I'm never going to be that guy. But I'm also never going to be that super feminist, strong, I'm woman that I don't need no man. I'm never going to agree with that. I just think there's got to be a way that we can get together, we can have conversations, and, and step over the triggers. Because there's triggers everywhere. Right. It's triggers everywhere. If we can find a way to step over those and understand, hey, man, honestly, we really want the same thing. Do you know that love and hate is kind of like the same thing? You know that? Mm-hmm. Do you really? Because it's, it's to, to hate somebody, that's passion. To love somebody, that's passion. You know what is, is not love or hate? Indifference. If I don't got to talk to you, if I don't care nothing about it, if I don't like, I don't, I'm, I'm good. That's the part where it's like the opposite of. Mm-hmm. Like, like the love, the opposite of love, the opposite of hate is indifferent. And I don't think that we're indifferent to each other. I think we genuinely care. We genuinely have something that we need from each other and we need each other. But I just think that, man, sometimes when we get caught up on that hurt part, it's tough. It's tough. And our tone don't be right and we talking crazy and uh, just a lot. I know we need each other. And if we can find a way to do that, then we'll, then we'll win. There you go. Find a way we do that, we'll win. Did you have another one? No, that was it. That was it. Okay. I just want people to be honest. I think that that will solve a lot of problems in relationships. That I always tell people my number one thing to fix relationships is stop trying to force people to be with you that don't actually like you. Um, because, <laughs> you know, we'll sit up in relationships with folks. Like, I shouldn't have to beg you to show me affection. To like me. To call me and, and ask me how my day was. Right. Or to invite me out to spend time with me, to, to be intentional about getting to know me. I shouldn't have to do that for someone who claims to want to be in my life. Um, if, mm. if you're not doing it, I, what else am I supposed to do? Like, you want me to assume that you feel a certain type of way about me? I'm not going to do it. I'm not a fortune teller, a mind reader, none of that. So I think it's important for us to deal with people who want to deal with us. And when you find those people, be honest with them. Let them know up front what you got going on. Because a lot of times we take people's decision-making away. Mm-hmm. And we decide, well, I, I just ain't going to share this part of me. Nah, I need to know if you bipolar. I need to know if your mama be tripping sometimes. I need to know if you got daddy issues. Like, I need to know that because I can deal with all those things. But, but on, what I can't deal with is liars. Date? On like the first date? I don't care if it's the first, third, second, 15th. I don't care. I need to know. Let me make my own decision because I can deal with all those things. I've experienced drug addiction. I've experienced mama's boys. I've experienced abandonment and mm. narcissism and all of that stuff. Yeah. I know how to treat those things. Mm. But lying, secrecy, manipulation, I don't know how to treat that other than cut you off. But we all have some level. So, so lying and dishonesty, are they the same thing? Uh, I think they have levels. I think that yeah, you okay. lie, you lie, right. and you're dishonest in many ways. You okay. can you can outright tell a lie, something mm-hmm. that ain't true, yeah. or you can withhold information. And sometimes people give you half of the story to get you to make a certain decision, which is still manipulation. And so I feel like I feel like if you're going to treat me like that, then I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah, I f- that, okay. That, so facts on that. Okay, I got you. I I feel like when. There, there are levels to it. I don't want to know all of it. Like for me, you can't drop all that stuff on me uh, at, at, in the beginning because I don't like you enough to, to endure, endure all of that. I just thought you was pretty. I don't, you can't tell me, 
yeah, I got all this other stuff going on. Now, what you can tell me is I have, I have a very complicated life. Uh, I'm working through it, uh, but I enjoy my life. I do the best I can, whatever. Give me something that will at least let me say, I'm going to give you a second date. If you, if you drop all that stuff on me in the beginning, yeah, it's a wrap. Now, you might be able to handle it. I, I'm just saying, like, I feel like those things, those conversations should be had because those things greatly affect the way we show up in relationships, mm-hmm. as do mental illnesses and anxiety and depression. And if you can't be honest about what you're dealing with, you can't have a successful relationship. And we also got to get better about what, how we reciprocate things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I think when we want certain things in our relationships, we want the whole foundation to just happen overnight. You got to be able to receive one brick at a time. Yeah, Let's yeah, say you facts, date a guy that facts. doesn't clean up, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I know women, y'all had a tendency to say things to guys, certain guys multiple times. Like, hey, baby, you know, you know why you leave your T-shirt over here? You know, why, why you don't pick that up when you got the shower? Or, hey, why you even put the plate in the sink instead of on the counter? You know, whatever, whatever. And then finally, you know, you're like, you should help me clean up a little more. Then the guy cleans up. And then you, he don't clean up the way you clean up. And now you're like, dang, you ain't do it the way I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Guess what you just did? Now he's never going to clean up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because so no matter what I do, you're going to complain about it. You're going to complain anyway. So if you're going to complain regardless, I'm just going to stay in my same position. And when I see a lot of people that have those type of struggles, I'm like, you have to start accepting when he's trying. Mm-hmm. You have to accept that he's trying a little bit. Acknowledge the trying. Celebrate the base hits. Celebrate the, celebrate the base hits. Everything's not going to be a home run. Like, you might just, you might clean up better than him. You know what I mean? Or you might be better with the kids than him. Or Facts, bro. you might pick groceries better than him. But if he go to the grocery store one day and surprise you and just just happen to grab the the wrong soup, you wanted Campbell's and he got the the Kroger kind, you know, hey, babe, I appreciate this soup, but you know, this has more sodium. You know I wouldn't I mean? even say nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'd be but, like, I really appreciate you going yes. to the groceries for me. Mm, Next time part. I'm going to sneak and do it. <laughs> You'll come back and the refrigerator will be full. Uh, you see what I'm saying? I appreciate it so much. Thank you. And, and there it is. Receive. Yeah. We got to receive, too. That's part of the communication yeah. pattern, too. We got to be able to receive stuff. Thank yeah. you for that. That's a huge, yeah. That's good, man. Real good. Um, So you you brought up something I thought was interesting. What was that? Dating after 30. Yes. So I had a conversation with uh, a couple of people last week. It was, it was I think it was one of my lives that maybe triggered the, the questions I was getting. Uh, But I had, like, three separate people ask me, like, Hey, Rod, you know, I'm, I'm dating this guy. It was, it was women that was calling me. I'm dating this guy. We've been dating this long, but he has not asked me to be his girlfriend. And I was stumped because not because he hadn't asked, but I was like, after 30, do you still have to like ask out loud? Will you be my girlfriend? Will you be my boyfriend? Like, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know what that's like. I don't think I've asked not even the last three girls that I've dated to be my girlfriend. I think I let my actions speak. Hmm. But is that a thing? I guess would, I would start with Tiny. Like, is that a thing? Like, you have to ask, like, hey, you be my girlfriend? I was about to say, I think at, at our age, I think your actions should speak louder than words. But then I also know that there are a lot of men who will date you for 12 months and still be looking for the love of their life. Mm. And you, and they will look you dead in your face and be like, so why are you single? Mm. <laughs> Sir, we've been having sex since June. Like, what? <laughs> And I they, wasn't aware. And they find out you date somebody else. Yeah, have you know, and, and it's so, yeah. I mean, it's crazy, but I think for me personally, at, you know, at my age, I think that the way you show up is the level of commitment. And and I think maybe it maybe it's not a conversation of, hey, you my girlfriend, because I think girlfriend kind of, I don't think we use that term. That's what I'm saying. Like, our I didn't age. think it was used anymore. I think, you know, like, yo, that's my lady. That's, you know, I'm, I'm with her or whatever. Um, but I mean, if you spending the night at the crib and you putting groceries in the house and you making sure my oil is changed, I don't think you got the money to do that for multiple people. But um, if you do, you know, mm-hmm. now I get that. Touche. So, um, so on that, so let me tell you the example one of the young ladies gave me. She says important for introductions. 
mm-hmm. why it needs to be established. So let's say me and you were dating, right? And I take you to a barbecue. Ooh. And I got cousins there. Ooh. I got homegirls there. I got homeboys there. And I'd be like, yo, this is tiny. She said for her, that was a problem. I said, I, I didn't think about it. I How long were the they dating? I mean, let's just say, let's just go with two or three months. But I, but I, but until she said that, I was like the way I just stopped just now. That's how I stopped. I was like, I've never even paid attention to mm-hmm. that. Like, I've never paid attention to like if I was with somebody new and they introduced. I thought, I thought they just said, "Hey, this is Rod." Mm-hmm. I didn't think they was like, "Yo, this is my girlfriend" or "This is my boyfriend." You or, wasn't into him like that then. Trust me, you would recognize. No, I don't think I if, think about. I don't know it. No, that. I, I was about to say I don't know that it nah, triggers me that much. Not, let me tell you oh. something. If you was into a dude and you walked up to uh to an event that we were doing and all these baddies around here. And he introduces you as Tiny? Oh, hell Man, no. I'm one of the baddies. I'm oh, one of the baddies. Yeah. But I don't I'm have saying, that issue. You want him. Never no, had that right. problem. Facts. But you want him <laughs> to claim this baddie. Sorry, can't relate. And not seem as though you are available to those baddies. I mean, men do that. But that's they, over- put, they put their hand on the nape of your back. Okay. They go get you a drink. Yeah. They. I mean, like, I feel like there are other ways. That, I'm saying, I, I feel like there this, are other ways good. that men... Claim their territory. They, they, yes. they leave stuff at your house. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, like they, whoa, whoa. Do they? They leave stuff at your house. Oh, no, sir. And now, now I put it in the mail. Okay. Because uh, no. you're going to get it back. <laughs> if you, you know. But no, I, I feel like, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's all very much convoluted. If we just have conversations to clear all this up, you know, like, bro, you know what it is. I'm texting you every day. I'm, I'm kicking it with you. I'm making sure your, your lights is on. You got food in the crib. You tripping because I didn't tell a bunch of people who essentially don't matter. Right. That you my they, girlfriend. A, a title. Yes. Yeah. I don't trip over stuff like that. Yeah. You need so, to, now, if, now, you need now if we out somewhere and you in the section getting a lap dance, that's the difference. You clearly single, sir. Yeah. Yeah, you're that's, single. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's disrespectful. That's yeah, dramatic. That's a, that's a different... Well, well, but I don't think... But well. I don't think in my DNA, <laughs> well. in my DNA, I don't think if I went to an event with Jazz when we first was dating. And she's like, hey, y'all, this is Rod. When I was, she'd be like, this is Rod, the one I was telling you about. Or whatever, first whatever. start dating is different. But here's the thing. But people the mad. one I was telling you about, that's your title right there. You think I'd be going home talking about everybody? Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, there are other ways that that people claim their territory. So, what, so I don't think that the question is, uh, to me, it's not so much the question of what uh, he hasn't asked me to be his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I think it's more so he hasn't made it clear where we're going. Because you don't have to have the title per se when you're with each other. I do agree you have to have the title when you're out and about. Because if you're around something, no, some about, you may be different. You may be different. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. But let me let me show up somewhere when, when me and Ivy was dating. And I'd be like, this is Ivy. Boy, I wish I she would. lost it? Oh, my God. I'm just, oh, so I'm Ivy. So I don't okay, have what, a... What, what did you I don't have a... Th- role play. What did you... What, I, I'm, you, you, you're with Ivy. You're meeting me at sir, a... Sir, sir, let me stop you there. Go ahead. I didn't do it because oh, I wow. didn't wake up choosing violence. I know better. I know my wife. She wants to know that you are claiming her. It's all about the claim. It's all about the claim. If you say this is her, that ain't got nothing to do with you. This is tiny. What I got to do? Tiny is your what? I feel like let somebody ask that question specifically. If that, I just, I don't know. It's just not a huge deal for me. Yeah? Okay. It's just not. And I, and I think because I'm so easygoing in relationships, I have all my other own things going on. So if you misstep and don't say this, it, it don't trigger me. So, what, so, okay, so watch this. Okay, all right. You ready? So you go to an event with your dude, all right? Okay. And, and then you say hi 
this is my dude. Or this is uh, Roger. Okay, hi, this is Roger. All right. Hey, Roger, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Then you get by yourself. And then your girls say, yo, who's Roger? You're going to say what? The guy that I've been sleeping with for the past six months. You so, <laughs> I'm just so, playing, Mama. I'm just playing. Right, Mama, because all right, because that. But, but, I but, sleep but with what nobody. I'm saying is, but you, but you. <laughs> I don't know, but I, but I don't she, know. that lady gonna kill me. But you, cl- <laughs> but I'm saying you, cl- you claim him. Yeah, but whether it's you not... claim him out here or whether you claim him right here with this friend, you claim him, and all the guy or girl wants you to do you. is there. You go. I'm it's agreeing with you. What I'm saying is, it don't have to be a formal introduction of, "Hey, everyone in here who don't really matter." This is a girl that I like. I'm calling yeah. her my girlfriend. I've been with her. We talking. We kicking. Like it doesn't have to be and a I've, grand and show. Yeah, yeah, and I've heard that announcement. Have you ever yeah, been to a party? I've heard I that announcement. Somebody walking to the barbecue. Some, some people think it is adorable. Oh my gosh, she embarrassed me so much, and they love it the whole time, loving it. I, I, man, listen, because yeah. some people, we all desire, all desire to be claimed by someone that we want and desire. We want, I, I want to know what my place is in your yeah, life. You know, you know how you claim me? Um, plan a proposal dinner in front of my whole family. Uh, and, and, and I mean, hire a videographer from a helicopter and release doves. And that's how you do that. Purple rain. Because before that, none of it really means anything anyway. That part. All right, well, let's reverse it then. What's the conversation when, like, you're becoming official? Like, how do you have that conversation after 30? Outside of action. You say, hey, listen, uh, I've been, um, I've, I've been, I've dated and everything, but I'm at the place in my life where I won't waste time. If I'm going to be with someone, I'm dating for the purposes of marriage. I wanted to let, I wanted to go somewhere. So if you're not marriage minded, hey, bro, I ain't even hating on it. But yeah, this is, I don't even want you to waste your time. Because at this point in my life, I'm moving towards marriage. I'm marriage minded and I'm, I'm looking for a wife or I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a husband. I, it, if, if it's not in those parameters, hey, man, I appreciate you. We could be friends, but nah, I don't. And that's, even still, well, I don't that's even. Still, that's still farther down. Even still, I don't even, I don't even want to be like friends like that. Women like, don't have that conversation, still, though. Men still, have that. That's what I'm saying. You're still past. Women should have that conversation. That's what I'm saying. We don't control relationships, though. Y'all are the gatekeepers. We can't be like, oh, that's my man. And you be like, I don't really want to commit right now. Okay, so that's, that's, a, very good, that's a very good distinction. So what, here's what happens, though. Even though we do control relationships, you control whether or not we have a relationship with you. Right, absolutely. Meaning, if you make access easy, then yeah, there's nothing we're going to do to move out of the way. Nothing. Because the access was too easy. I got you. I did everything I possibly could do. We good. We straight. So now what, 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 what's left to do? I got the milk. Well, I got, well, I need the cow. But that's what I'm saying. Like when you're talking about solidifying a, a commitment between two people, that's not a conversation that a woman can initiate because it's back to what Rod said. It's going to go one of two ways. What she and what she expects. What she I'm saying is, it expects. don't work. Like Katie, you're not listening. You're not listening. Mm. Men do not like to be pressured into relationships. Okay, if I'm talking to somebody and he ain't brought up commitment in a relationship, why would I bring it up? You bring it up in the beginning. Not commitment. Okay. You bring up what your intentions are. In the beginning, you say, hey, right. honestly, I am moving towards marriage. And I can tell you this. I like you. I would like to see what it is. But I need to know in the beginning, before we even kick this off, I'm not a fun time girl. I'm not that person. I can, I can have a great time with the rest of them. Mm-hmm. However, at this point in my life, 
I'm looking to be married. I want to be a wife. I want to be a mother. I want to be all those things. And you say that up front. I'm not saying it's going to be you, but I'm telling you where my mind is. And I have a very low tolerance of patience for stuff that's way too far outside of that. I'm not going to be dating forever. So you can have that conversation up front, but we can't talk about childhood trauma. No, you can't talk about childhood trauma. No, not on the first date. No, ma'am. Okay. How we can propose marriage. No, not We're propose not... marriage. You can talk about okay. your expectations. Okay. And, and I don't think that there should be any fear or any kind of trepidation with, with being able to say that. I agree. Cool. I, just, I just think it might be the last date. Cool. Perfect. Wonderful non-time waster. Thank you, sir. Love the, 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 the how you like your steaks. Medium. I love the medium steak at Roof Chris. You were amazing. Thank you. That's it. Boom. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah, my thought. But hey man, yo, what y'all think? You let us know. Hit us up. Tell us. Cause we dying to know. There you go. Tiny, you brought this up and it it, it was one of those things I said, man, it kind of hit home for me. You're talking about Simone Biles. Yeah, I think that um I, I applaud her decision to withdraw uh, for cert- from certain events in the Olympics this year because she said basically, you know, she didn't feel mentally she was her strongest. And you have to think at what she what she um, puts her body through every day. Mm-hmm. One wrong move, you're paralyzed for the rest of your life. Well, so she said having ADHD and taking medicine for it is nothing to be ashamed of, nothing that I'm afraid to let people know. Okay, so so it's clear that she takes... ADHD medicine, but right. we don't fully know why she was pulling out of the. I mean, her her Olympics. her withdrawal might not have had anything to do with her ADHD. She might have been completely stressed and maxed out emotionally, mentally, and decided I don't want to hurt myself or someone else. So let me take some time, get myself together. Because again, one wrong move, you're paralyzed for the rest of your life. Um, and I feel like the same thing we talked about this with Naomi, Naomi Osaka um, when she decided I'm not going to do any more press conferences because it's not good for my mental health. And everybody had everything negative to say. Oh, if you can't take the heat, stay out of the kitchen. Oh, are you this is what you signed up for. I didn't sign up to be bullied online and emotionally strained every day and, and quite, quite honestly, bullied in press conferences because they do that sometimes. And so my thing is, I, I, I feel like black women everywhere are deciding to say, y'all ain't finna stress us out. You can shut up talking to us. I'm going to do what's best for me. And I appreciate that because every person needs to understand that you have limits and boundaries that you need to stick to when it's important. You've got to put yourself first. So she's, so she's reading um, tweets. So people are saying, uh, so she says, so she likes, you know, likes the tweets that revealed just how dangerous her vault was and how she could have literally died mm-hmm. if she hadn't withdrawn from the uh, Olympic final. Um, yeah, I, I, I get that. And I, I understand that me, I have ADHD. And trust me, it, it is not a pleasant day, you know, when you don't have, you know, the, the meds and or, you know, like my friend uh, Robin May, she, the, she does it the non-medicine way. Just kind of processes it and all that kind of stuff. I, I ain't got none of that. I don't, I don't do that. I guess the challenge is when she decided to come back into the Olympics, I think she's she's performing today. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess what people would say is, so, so you, you, you pick and choose when you want to be in and when you want to be out. That's what I would imagine the detractors are saying. Mm-hmm. But in actuality... Yeah, 
That's exactly I was about right. To say, you pick we all? and choose. Yeah, <laughs> you pick and choose. It is what it is. And I don't know. I don't know if you, if either of you have dealt with any of that in your family or that chemical de- dependency or whatever. It, it, it's a lot. Yeah. Chemical, you have to, you chemical, have to be chemical imbalance is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a lot. You have to be understanding because sometimes it looks like rebellion. Sometimes it looks like blatant disregard for authority. Sometimes it shows up as um, just nonchalant, not, con- you know, being concerned with mm. anybody else. It's, you know, sometimes it, 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 it just don't always show up the way that we think it should show up. Yeah. And so if you don't have a real understanding of the, the disorder and how it can make you feel, because it's not about what I'm displaying. It's about what's going on up here. Yeah. And, um, you know, we can't be in somebody's head. Yeah. Who, who am I to say that, oh, she could she could have did them last two events. The, I don't know that. And then I don't know how uh, what the sources are. But I read something in USA Today that said that some of the meds she took for ADHD they weren't allowed in Tokyo. So I don't know how true that is, but that could be a problem, too. Right. Like, and then it's nobody's business if that is a situation because mm-hmm. she needs to deal with that personally. That's her personal issue. And that goes back to what you said, like, Naomi not want to do those press conferences. Sometimes when you're dealing with something, you don't want to talk to nobody about it. Mm-hmm. You just want to make your decision, move forward, and get the hell on somewhere. But, you know, thanks to social media, you got to speak to everybody mm-hmm. all the time, even when you're off. And it's sad. And let me tell you something. Just because uh, people feel empowered because they have a microphone and they're in the press room, so they ask you anything that they mm-hmm. want to ask you, some stuff that ain't even none of their business, but they are watching your response. And, you know, now people are making the picture bigger and they l- focusing in on mm-hmm. certain things. It's a lot. It's a lot to be in this culture. And we can't say, yeah, back in the day, they was more mentally stronger. Nah, it doesn't always work like that. Mm-hmm. No, back in the day, they had to deal with this. Right. You know. It's a whole different ballgame. No, it's a whole different ballgame. So you got to have different people that can help you Walk through that. Now, that's a great perspective. I didn't even think about that. Yep. The social media aspect of it. Like, you got all these reporters and everything. And, yeah, people go dumb. Okay. And, and, then, and then they fact check everything you said way back when. They pull up a tweet you had in 2015, mm. bring it up and say, well, yeah, well, it's funny you should say that. Because I noticed you're saying that today. But in 2015, you said X, Y, Z. Like, people can't change and adjust mm-hmm. and morph. It's the craziest thing, man. Simone. Do your thing, girl. Anybody Rock out, girl. We Appreciate are rooting it. for Do you, sis. What's best mm-hmm. for you? Rooting for you. Take care of you first. The baby is uh, in. No, it's not in, the baby. The baby. Thank you. The baby. You know what? You can't get. The baby. She, I mean, she, thank it's I the baby. The baby. The baby. Yeah. I appreciate the, no. the, the correction. The, the baby. baby. Yeah. That's the rapper, right? Yep. The baby. The baby. baby. So, so he's in trouble. He was on stage, and we're not going to play that clip. I, I don't want to play it. There's a lot to it. And if, you, if you haven't seen it, then, you know, there you go. You no, I didn't know, but so can y'all kind of fill me in? So he was on stage. Tiny. All right. Well, um, in in the middle of one of the baby's concerts, um, he, you know, you know how they tell you, put put your lights on your phones, hold your phones up and stuff like that. So he was saying, oh, my ladies, if you're hoo-ha, smell like water, put your phone in the air. All my fellas, if you don't have... HIV or AIDS and then blah, blah, blah. Wow. Put your phones in the air. And then he said, if you weren't. If you're not per- performing, if you know. If you're, you're not performing in the, fellatio fellatio in, in the parking lot. Yeah. Put your phones up. And um, if you don't have a DJ, disease. Yeah, whatever, if you don't have any yeah. kind of diseases. And his DJ was like, yeah, because, you know, be sus. Like yeah. suspect. Correct. Like gay. Right. And so um, the problem with that is it's the correlation between. Gay and AIDS and all. I mean, uh, it was just a lot. It was it was very. Um, was it intentional? 
I don't know that it was intentional. I just think it was careless and was inconsiderate. Careless. And and I think that he's, I, I may regret saying this in the future, but I think he's a hood with money. Mm. And he has not been properly educated on how to, um, he, he don't have no PR training. You know, I, I think that you can, I mean, so fr- freedom of speech is still a thing. You know, you have the freedom of speech. You just mm-hmm. don't have freedom from the consequences of right. speech. <clears throat> you know, you don't have that. And, um, like when I watch him and I watch T.I. and they're talking and everything, okay, hey man, I, listen, I get it. I understand it. There are times in which I probably was in that same space trying to get it, trying to get the understanding. But honestly, hey man, when, when somebody says, ouch, you gotta listen right. to what they're saying. Cause what we end up doing is when a person says, ouch, we start talking about, we go straight to the action. Well, I didn't mean to do it like that. No, you say I'm sorry. But this is what happened, though. Hey, man, that was. I'm we could sorry. have a conversation after you apologize for yeah. what you did. Yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, so about he had that. no remorse or accountability. He, he doubled down. He doubled down. Yeah, he doubled down. Oh, he, what, what was the double down? And they've been. He said, I mean, it's stuff content posted on his social media, he was so it came himself. from him for right. saying it. Yeah. So, he, so, so it was intentional. It, well, it was intentional, but it, he didn't intentionally mean to hurt anyone, in my opinion. I think that it was intentional. He was just being him, okay? I think they write the same thing in their songs. A lot of these rappers write the same. They make the same comments. I've Lil Wayne has dropped the F-bomb in music before. Um, I'm not talking about F-U-C-K. I know what you mean. So it's like, I oh, feel like... Oh, you go to the 90s rap? Oh, it's replete. Yeah, with, it's uh, horrible. That. Yeah. So I just feel like I don't I don't know. I'm not saying that they're intentionally meaning to hurt a certain group of people. What I'm saying is your carelessness has put you in a space where you have intentionally hurt a group of people. Correct. So and I think that we have to be educated as a people because we're moving in. A, things, are in a, things are very much evolving. And you have to understand that regardless of how you feel about what the next person does in with their life, whatever. Um, you, there has to be a level of respect. Because what if my mother was a lesbian? You know, what if my father was gay or something like that? People take stuff personally. No, I get that. It's not like you're giving them a compliment on stage, you know? And that and and to his detriment, he's had plenty of endorsements pulled. He's been uh, pulled off of certain concerts. I think the Governor's, Governor's Ball, Ball in yeah. New York, he got pulled from that. Well, uh, DJ Academics, he, he put out a tweet, and I thought his perspective was, I guess a little interesting as well. He said, these companies got to choose whether they are prioritizing the art or morality because they all seem like hypocrites when they try to get on a high horse canceling artists. Hip hop is a genre filled with imperfect individuals telling stories. Why even mess with it if you want saints? Okay, I get that. Then he says, it's weird how festivals are putting out these elaborate statements about how much they care about humanity and because it can't have the baby on their show for what he said. Yet 90% of the artists they book, music is about drugs and murder. And it's totally fine to them. So, you know, you 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 hear what he's saying and you get that. But I think that there's got to be a conversation or a fine line, whatever you want to call right. it, that we can kind of figure out. Because I think, honestly, that it's just really in vogue right now to align with, let's just say, certain groups. If you align with certain groups, you can be silent about everything else. But if you if you align with this group, it's like it's more in vogue now. Here's the thing, Katie. You don't have to align with anybody. Do no harm. I don't have to be all out picketing and rioting and marching in the streets. But I can also not say things that are debasing to your community. Are you understanding what I'm saying, though? Yeah, I do. The point that I'm making is 
the festival canceled you because you said something demoralizing and demeaning to a group of people. But your music has been doing it for dang near centuries. So it's not what you say, but how you say it. Not really. Not, Not in this case. That is always the truth. But in this case, I'm saying you're picking what you're choosing to align yourself with because it's in vogue to do so. That's what I'm saying. So basically you're saying it's not a thing until it not becomes a thing. A you're moment. talking about drugs. Until, until oh, a moment. Drug? Oh, come on, bro. It's drug. I'm not telling you that I'm not telling you that it is wrong. It is not wrong to do wrong. Mm-hmm. But there's been wrong that's been going on all along. And 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 if the moment is to say, can't have music that ain't got drugs in it. If the moment is you can't have, you know, music that debases women, you can't have music that's got the B word in it, okay? Then they will start saying, oh man, we don't want them. First of all, they never gonna say that because all the music is replete with music like, with, with terms like that. But what I'm saying is, right now, it's it's if you align with this group, then you're gonna get the tweets. You're gonna get all of the extra stuff. And I'm saying some of it just feels to me, even if it's the right thing to do, it feels disingenuous. Long story short, it just feels a I little can agree bit with that. disingenuous. I can yeah. I can agree with that, but at the end of the day, it's business. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's the wrong thing to do. Nope. But it just feels, to me, a little bit disingenuous. And I, I get it. I get it. So you're saying, like, only when there's a hot moment, everybody jumps on that, oh, now this is wrong. But when it's a lukewarm moment, everybody ignores it. Because think about it. If, if that were the case, then if you would, you could go back to, like, a lot of the music in the 90s, same thing and worse. I mean, you use a straight F word and everything in there. But. It's great times. Ain't nobody. I'm not. But two, also, also social media, as we've discussed with a lot of different issues on this platform, social media has amplified everything. Yes. Yeah, everybody has a voice. When you got bullied in school, you took your L, went home, and the next day they might have forgot about mm. it. Mm. Now you on World Star. You everywhere. It's constantly being replayed over and over again, and more people are getting their hands on it. So yeah. whereas it was dying down, now you got a whole other outlet done picked it up. And now we're talking about it again. Yeah. So it's just. Then it's a song. Everything, right. Everything's on replay all day long. I never forget. I was a teacher when I first graduated from college. And these kids, uh, they got in a fight in the locker room. No teachers around, nobody around, no big deal. So they got in a fight. They were country and they went back to class. Didn't tell anybody, didn't say nothing. And then one day, maybe two weeks later, they're having a roasting session. They're just roasting each other. And they, you know, one of the jokes was kind of funny. You know, I've always had that comedic time. And, you know, so I'm laughing at them roasting each other, you know. And then uh, he like, Mr. Mick, he ain't got to say nothing to me. Look at this. Boom. Shows the fight. He had the full fight on tape. And the dude just started crying and got up and left because he pretty much took the L. Mm. But he was winning the roasting battle. And then the guy pulled out the video. He's like, how you going? How you talking about somebody when you right here? That's crazy. That's you. Wow. That's, that's you right there. That's you on the ground. Face under the line. losing. His life. losing was forever. Oh, man, he wanted to transfer right then. Tainted. If he could have drove and got an apartment in another state, he would have. <laughs> you said Mr. Minger. Yes, I was a teacher. Why am I just hearing this? I did. I told you I was a band director. Okay, it's because you don't be you don't invite wait, us wait, to wait, wait. Band director is a teacher. Yeah, I'm a teacher of music. He teaches music. What? Katie did not know that. He's, when you said band director, I thought you said like you was like the you know the guy with the hat on and the you know the, the no, band I was, lead. That's I, the drum I was major. I was both. I was a drum major in high school and college. And then when I graduated from college, I was a band director. So I did them in, in order. So I, I did both. So you were kind of correct. You were half correct. But mostly wrong. But mostly wrong. 
So what are you doing with that now? <laughs> He's such a hater. This right here. You ain't directing no bands now. You ain't directing no bands. That. Hey, all right, y'all. Listen, uh, I appreciate you uh, for 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 this. This was a great conversation. Uh, yeah. Please, if you have not done so, subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to Rod Minger. Rod Minger, hilarious. Well, I mean, that was sort of. I want to take your lines. Yeah, I got you. And I need some lines this episode. Been... I have I didn't have any lines last time. Rod Minger, hilarious. And then he said it again. <laughs> I needed more lines. Wow. I'm that extra in the back that be trying to be in the camera. <laughs> right. Sir, please don't look into Tiny, aka uh, indescribable on us uh, all social media platforms. And uh, Rod, please tell us about the hat because you got it on the thing. Oh yes, man. So anyway, shout out to uh, Stillman College. Roll the credits. <laughs> you don't disrespect my HBCU like that. Wow. Shout out to Stillman College. Got this from my boy uh, Fred White. He came to a comedy show I had in Charlotte, North Carolina, and he made me a whole uh, little warm up suit that's Stillman based. And then I was just thinking, man, we need to represent our HBCUs more because we always wear the P, you know, the Division One schools. What's that, the Tiger? That's the Stillman Tiger. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. No, we always wear the Alabama stuff, the Florida stuff, mm-hmm. and Clemson. the Georgia stuff. Because Clemson is the Tiger. At, or the Clemson, and that, yeah. but this is not Clemson, though. This is Stillman. Oh, I, so I know it's not Clemson. Don't miss the principal. I can look at it and tell it's not Clemson. I know it's because it's Stillman. Yes. It's the HBCU. So, oh, yeah. uh, so put some respect on it and put some lotion on that. I was Put some lotion respect. on that tone. I, I was respectful. Put, put some lotion on your tone, man. Hey, man, you said it three times. Okay? I, just, I, just, I don't know what's happening right now. It feels ashy. I tell you. It feels a little ashy. You know what? All right, well, this was good. It's the Katie.